Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where we're convinced resilience in leadership is not simply a good idea, it's required. I'm J.R. Briggs, and if you're new to the podcast, I want to extend a welcome. This is a space for you to grow in your leadership with focused content between 8 and 12 minutes of your time. You're busy. I know that, but you want to grow. So this brief format of high quality focused content was created with you in mind. If you've been a listener for quite some time, would you do me a favor? Would you be willing to text or email two friends that you think would benefit from this podcast? We want to serve more leaders and we can do that by helping uh, spread the word. And we need your help in order to spread the word to other leaders. It would mean a great deal to me if you mentioned this to two leaders in the next 24 hours. Thanks in advance. A few years ago, I listened to a fascinating podcast interview on the importance of focused work. The leader being interviewed said one of the greatest enemies to leaders today was distraction. I stopped to listen more intently because this was not the answer I was expecting him to say. He went on to share that our phones are the single greatest factor to distraction in the life of a leader. You know what? I think he's right. Now, let me be clear here. Our glowing electronic screens are not inherently bad. But what is bad is our lack of thoughtful engagement with them. When we find ourselves regularly on our phones, we hardly stop to consider and ask questions such as, why am I doing this? What is my motivation? Does what I'm working on or what I'm doing on my phone, does it align with my most important goals and purposes? Do I really need to be on my phone right now? Now, I'm not a Luddite, I assure you. I have an iPhone, an iPad, I've got a laptop. Technology is important to me. Technology is important to all of us, and it helps us to be better leaders when we use those tools well. I struggle to imagine what it would be like to be off of all my screens for a few days at a time. And yet, I've been working intentionally toward thoughtful engagement with my screens, especially my phone, over the past few years. Now, I am far from perfect, just ask my family, but I am making strides in seeing my time freed up. My mental energy is now higher. My time is more aligned with my ultimate goals and my presence, whether it be with people or projects, is fuller and more meaningful than it was a few years ago. I've learned that choosing to be intentionally disconnected for focused periods of time has truly made me a better, more focused, more productive, more present, and more resilient leader. Now, when it comes to being more purposeful with the use of our glowing electronic screens, I've engaged in several practices. I want to offer these several practices to you that might help you defeat the enemy of distraction and the greatest element of distraction in a leader's life is our phone. So I want to offer these to you and I want you to think about your engagement with your phone. I also want you to consider asking your roommates, your spouse, your children, your coworkers, how do they think you're doing when it comes to your engagement with your phone? So here are several that I use. Number one, I have no notifications on my phone other than phone calls and text messages. I have no news, no social media notifications, no other app notifications popping up on my screen. I admit, since I turned off notifications on my phone, it has been glorious and I highly recommend it. 
And the second thing is I have no social media on my phone. I made a commitment a few years ago to delete all my quote unquote infinity apps. Those apps where you can scroll and scroll and scroll and never get to the bottom of the information. I don't have any social media on my phone. About a month ago, I deleted the entirety of my Instagram account forever. And then I found out it wasn't all that radical. It was relieving. The other thing is I no longer have access to email on my phone. Some of you think, what in the world? How could I do that? I thought the same thing. And then since I've done it, there's been no situation where I've been stuck where I've needed my email access on my phone. Now, the third thing is I set a 30, uh, sorry, a 15 minute daily limit for social media. Social media is good and I enjoy regular interaction on Twitter and Facebook. Several years ago, I got frustrated when I popped on for just a moment to check Twitter. And then I found myself over an hour later watching cat videos or NBA highlights from 1989 on YouTube and thinking, what the heck? How did I end up here? And what am I doing? By simply putting a 15-minute timer on my social media engagement and activity per day, I find that it's good to have a little bit. But after 15 minutes, that's about all that I need. The next practice that I engage in is that I always keep my phone on vibrate. I never have my phone on ring mode. I don't hear bings and chirps. It's only on vibrate. This little change of just going from ring mode to vibrate mode, that little change has helped me in a big way. I'm calmer. I know it's small, but it's one less sound that I have to hear in an already noisy world. I also engage in occasional social media fasts. Even with limitations on my phone, I still need to fast entirely from social media, sometimes for a few days, sometimes for Lent. And to be honest with you, leading up to the election, I did that for several weeks. It was really good for my time, but it was also really good for my soul. It reminds me that social media is good but it's not as good as I sometimes am tempted to believe it is. And so occasional fasts help me to step away to make sure I don't become too attached to it. The next engagement with uh, practice that I use with my engagement is this. I use airplane mode frequently, even when I'm not on an airplane. When I'm in a meeting and I want to be fully present, or I'm trying to prepare a teaching or to think creatively about a project, I use airplane mode And then I put my phone across the room so I can't simply reach for it easily. Heck, my phone is on airplane mode right now as I write, create, and record these podcast episodes for you. It's on airplane mode for at least an an hour every day, sometimes more. And I get a ton done when it's in airplane mode. The next practice is what's called scripture before phone. Again, you know that faith informs what I do, and I read scripture regularly. I read this phrase, scripture before phone, in a book by Justin Whitmell Early called The Common Rule. This book has had a huge impact on me and how I structure my days and weeks. It's helped me be more present to God and to others, and it's grounded me, especially in frenetic and intensely full seasons of life. By adhering to the scripture before phone principle, I find that I reach for my Bible first thing in the morning rather than my phone. I find that if I have myself in scripture first before I 
log on and see all the other things going on in the world, it can be a great thing, a steadying way, an anchoring way to start my day. Scripture before phone. The other practice I do is I leave my phone downstairs. As simple as it sounds, just leaving my phone downstairs has been tremendously helpful for me. Instead of reaching it in my pocket or leaving it within a convenient arm's reach on my nightstand, I have to put it physically out of my vicinity at times. So I re- when I really need it, I have to make some effort to get up and go get it. Simple, I know, but it works for me. And then lastly, the practice that's been very helpful for me is intentionally, quote unquote, forgetting my phone. I find when I go for a walk or I run an errand, that quote unquote, forgetting my phone at home has become a common practice. I realize I really don't need it as often as I think I do. Even when I meet with a leader for a meeting or at lunch, I often leave it in the console of my car. In all of this thoughtful technological engagement, I want to recommend to you Andy Crouch's book, The Tech Wise Family. It's not a long book, but oh, is it thoughtful and important. Many of the ideas and practices that I engage with regarding my screens was generated by reading that book. I highly, highly recommend it. Again, this is not about legalism, nor is it about sucking the enjoyment or functionality out of our phones. Not at all. We should use our phones and we should use them well. I just need to instill thoughtful practices to help make sure I'm engaging with my screens purposefully and not idly wasting time on things that truly don't matter or that don't align with my values and practices as a leader in my daily life. Now, you don't have to do what I did. You don't have to engage in all of these like I do. You don't have to try all of them. You don't even have to try most of them. But here's my challenge to you today, resilient leaders. Just try one or two of those practices this week and see what happens. See if you're more focused and less distracted. See if you're more present with people. See if you're more calm. You're more present with God, with yourself, with others. Just try it one or two this week and see what happens. Well, thank you for joining me today. And thanks as always to Joel Limbowen. Joel produces all of the episodes of this podcast. I could not do this podcast without Joel. If you're thinking about starting a podcast or you have any video projects that you need done, I highly recommend Joel. Visit onalimproductions.com. I don't just recommend him, I use him. And I think you should use him as well. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, our phones are good. We just need to engage with them thoughtfully and purposefully.